it's, it's, it's a phenomenal deal. And a lot of, you see a lot of the industry celebrities, the Ian Johnsons, the, uh, the mass recovery guys, uh, uh, bleeping Jeep. They're, I mean, they're all there. And, and, and these fans of these guys are and the fans of the, the vendors. They're, they're all there. And it's, uh, it's really amazing. Hey, welcome to the Jeep Talk Show, the show where we talk about all things Jeep, from Wranglers to Cherokees and everything in between. I'm your host, the one, the only, the man with the plan, the Jeep-loving machine, also known as Tony. Are you ready? It's time for the Jeep Talk Show with hosts Tony, Josh, Wendy, and Chuck. All right, so uh, first off, happy Friday. It is a beautiful day, and if it's not a beautiful day, uh, and if you have a Jeep, well, that says Jeep and weather, so don't bitch, because uh, it's, it's great to have a Jeep, whether it's beautiful weather or bad weather, because you know you're going to get to where you want to go. Now, I want everybody to mark this down on your calendar. You need to come to the third annual Jeep Talk Show Off-Road Event Texas. Yeah, I know that's a long ways for some of you, from actually probably for most of you guys. It is on June 3rd, so less than one month away. Uh, so we'll be uh, at Hidden Falls Adventure Park again this year. Hidden Falls is near Austin, Texas, uh, but more closer to Marble Falls, Texas. You can just uh, do a search for Hidden Falls Adventure Park, and it'll take you straight to their uh, their website, which I think is just HiddenFallsAdventurePark.com. But but do a search on it so you make sure you get to the right place. And yeah, they have uh, little. Uh, we'll we'll lovingly call them lovingly call them sheds that you can uh, uh, rent. Uh, to, to be able to stay. I know uh, several of the Jeep Talk Show folks, uh, Jeep Talk Show team members especially, will be there on Friday uh, to uh, get get ready and make sure the trails look good, so on and so forth. Uh, I will be there on uh, June the 3rd. Uh, well, I, I may be there on Friday. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. I wasn't planning on uh, staying overnight. but And just because we're having the event on June 3rd doesn't mean you have to leave uh, after the, the, the fun is over on June 3rd, you know, make it a weekend deal. There's The trails are there. Uh, you can uh, do whatever you want to do. And there may be uh, other Jeep Talk Show listeners that are going to uh, hang around. But the the event itself is uh, June 3rd. Now, the focus is going to be going off-road uh, and uh, chatting and having fun talking to uh, the listeners and the host. Now, Chuck has uh, – things can always change, but Chuck has uh, said he's going to be there. I'm going to be there. And uh, unfortunately, Wendy, uh, that's a long way for, uh, for Wendy and Bill to come, uh, especially for a one-day event. Uh, but uh, this is the big thing. I mean, it's a big deal having uh, Chuck there for sure. But Nikki G has said he's coming. Again, things can change, but uh, he says that he's going to come. So you could actually meet Nikki G. Yes, Nikki G. You may, have, may even get your own personalized bad joke. <laughs> so. Come on out and meet us. We'd love to see you, and uh, I'll have a bunch of uh, Jeep Talk Show stickers uh, for everybody that uh, that wants one. So I'm sure everyone knows by now, but just in case, Josh has left his co-host position on the show. Uh, financial issues have forced Josh to get a second job, and his second job for the last 11 years co-hosting on the Jeep Talk Show, well, it was a volunteer position, so you know what that pays. Uh, you know, we'll all miss Josh on the show, but he's still part of the team and may always return. We'll keep he, we'll be keeping you up to date on Josh, and you may even hear him from time to time. 
Now, Josh's situation is a great reminder, and I, I hate to, to, to dovetail on this, but it's, it, it does give you an idea of what can happen. It, it shows you just how fragile the Jeep Talk Show is. I mean, we've been doing this show for a long time, and thankfully, uh, it's been able to be free and uh, no ads and so on and so forth. But the times are a-changing because, well, we got to do something besides just having fun here and making this content free for everyone. You know, we love doing the show, and having so many of you listen to it is wonderful. It absolutely is wonderful, and the interactions are great. Uh, but if something happens, well, the show would have to stop. If you enjoy the show, I know this is like Wikipedia, isn't it? except it doesn't just pop up every time you go to the site. If you enjoy the show and feel it's worth a few dollars a month, please head over to our Patreon and subscribe. You can visit uh, our website at jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, and you'll see... Uh, a place where you can click to become a Patreon subscriber. It steps you right through the process. And if you have any problems with it, uh, just reach out to us. So, uh, and, and this has been kind of a problem for a couple of uh, now Patreon subscribers. They went to Patreon and did a, did a search for Jeep Talk Show, and they said, well, you're not on there. Well, we have an explicit rating, and because of that explicit rating, uh, you can't search for us on Patreon. I, I, I guess they're going to be naked. They think there's going to be naked pictures or something that's going to pop up when you do a search on a, a show that has an explicit rating. So don't search for us on Patreon. You won't find us. Um, but uh, if you go over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact, you will see uh, there on that page where you can uh, click on the Patreon uh, subscription. I think it's at the very top of the uh, of the page. And um, if you uh, you can just go to jeeptalkshow.com and at the uh, uh, the top of uh, all the pages you will see a banner ad that has a blinking subscribe and you can click that banner ad and it will also take you to uh, Patreon and uh, you can subscribe there. So we're trying to make it as uh, as easy as possible. Now I don't know. It, everybody says it's good to have goals. I look at it as potential disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, uh, we are setting a goal uh, to have 100 Patreon subscribers. Where are we now, you ask? Well, thank you. We are currently at 15, which is wonderful. It's it's at least uh, 14 more than I thought we were going to get. <laughs> so it's wonderful having those 15 uh, Patreon subscribers. Now, as a Patreon subscriber, uh, you will get the show ad-free, early access content, JTS sticker and discount codes. Now, it, and, and you haven't heard it yet, but you'll hear how I saved $36 on Oracle uh, taillights for the Gladiator by using one of these discount uh, coupon codes uh, that we now have available for you uh, as a Patreon subscriber. From around the world, <laughs> or from your city. And sometimes just down the street. Howdy, neighbor. It's the Jeep Talk Show interview. Hi, right, boys and girls. It's time for another Jeep Talk Show interview. And tonight we're going to be talking with Justin Murray. And Justin, thank you so much for having a last name that I can pronounce easily. Uh, he is an expert in the field of off-road vehicles and the founder of the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. Uh, Justin is the current president of Smoky Mountain Jeep Club, was born and raised in the Great Smoky Mountains of East Tennessee, and fell in love with off-road vehicles at a young age after th a thrilling ride with his grandfather. I'll ask you if there was a rollover involved in that here in just a second. Uh, his passion for off-roading led him to create the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion, an annual event that brings together like-minded Jeep enthusiasts from around the country. 
The Smoky Mountain Jeep Club, originally founded in the 1960s, has been an important part of off-roading community in the region, with last year's event drawing 43,000 attendees and over 240 off-road-specific aftermarket dealers. Justin's dedication and passion for the off-road community is clear. Now, um, this this has the word Jeep in it, but do you have other than Jeeps there and vendors that do other other things than Jeeps? Yeah, definitely. You know, with over 240 aftermarket vendors there, they also supply parts for other vehicles. We have Summit Racing that comes, and they, they provide uh, parts for multiple vehicles, as you know. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, are you doing any of this, uh, this uh, horrible trend of catering to Broncos? <laughs> no, not at my Jeep show. I'm not. <laughs> I, I, I do not cater to, to any Broncos. It's, it is Jeep-only show for sure. Uh, but I'm sure you see some uh, bro dozers and some uh, some non jeepers uh, that that come to uh, look around, right? Definitely, definitely, and that, and that's that's perfectly okay. You know, curiosity. You know, they they're checking out the competition. <laughs> you never know when they uh, when they might want to switch and get a jeep or or get a jeep as well. So that's that's a good thing. Yeah, I'm just I'm just joking around. I have no problems with the Broncos. I have no interest in them because I, I love jeeps. Uh, but uh, I, I just find it interesting, especially like it. Uh, I think it was SEMA last year how uh, they, the Broncos were kind of like the uh, the Gladiators were a couple of years back uh, when the Gladiators came out. It was just dominating uh, SEMA. I mean, I, I mean, I like Jeeps, I like Gladiators, uh, but I would like to have seen something else besides a bunch of Gladiators at at SEMA. You know what I mean? I do know what you mean, but you know, Bronco coming in the market. That gives Jeep some competition. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, it definitely pushes Jeep to, to work harder at their designs, and, and I applaud that. And that's what, you know, that's what America's about, good competition. Yeah, it is. And, and and I've said it before, I'll say it again. I'm sure the only reason why we have a V8 and a Jeep now is because of the Bronco. <laughs> You're damn right. <laughs> All right, so this has not, has it must not have been an easy feat to uh, get such a big event and it's a very noteworthy event. I've had several people uh, tell me about uh, the, this event for a number of years now. Uh, so I got to ask you, and, and if, if any of this is something that you don't want to share because you don't want to have any competition, I certainly understand. You can just say pass or I don't want to answer that. How in the world did you get it up to 43,000 uh, attendees? That's a good question, and I'm happy to answer that. You know, um, being essentially located in, the, in this eastern side, and being and centralized in the Great Smoky Mountain National Park area, you know, the, the Great Smoky Mountain is, is 500,000 plus acres. And so, East Tennessee is just basically its own off-road network of trails, and so Pigeon Forge was a excellent uh, platform for us to do a Jeep show. And it, it's a Jeep show. It's a, it's a, it's a vendor trade show slash jeep show and the trails are just within an hour in any direction really within almost 40 35 minutes and so that magical combination of having pigeon forge a resort city inside a great national park area and beautiful countryside i think is a, is a huge combination for us in success mm-hmm and I would imagine that 43,000, what percentage would you say is people that aren't, uh, maybe not even from Tennessee that attend, or do you have those kind of stats? 
I do have those stats. And I'm glad you bring that up because our stats are hard numbers. It's not just some mayor uh, guesstimating <laughs> how much we have. Yeah. Or, I often wonder where know, these numbers not, come from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're not including the, the baseball game next door or anything like that. We have to pay taxes on this stuff. We charge an entrance fee. And so we know exactly how many people are coming in. So 43,000 people is a hard number. And uh, we know that 85% of our attendees are from out of state. Wow. And uh, we, we take a poll a lot of times on our social media pages, and we get as far as California and as far as Canada for our attendees. And even people out from out of the country, Australia, we've had people come from Australia. It's crazy. Germany. So it's, it's, a, it's mind-blowing how big this show has grown in the past you know, six years. Mm-hmm. And, and is that how long it's uh, been, uh, this event has been going on in six years or longer? Longer. This will be our 11th annual show in August. Okay. What was the, uh, I'm assuming word of mouth is what really built you up, or was there something that you could put your finger on that really made a big difference in your attendance? <laughs> yeah, word of mouth, Facebook. I mean, Facebook just opened the doors up for everybody in, in business. Uh, one of the, the greatest marketing platforms ever. And so as our club grew, uh, so did our show. And how, how involved is the club in this event? I would imagine that, that a lot of the people that come out, maybe they don't even see club in the name. They're not even thinking about a club. Yeah, uh, our club is heavily involved, and not just our club, but other clubs. You know, we have the Christian Jeep Club that comes down, and they bring a huge group to help us do the show. We have a, I, I just a, an amazing amount of people that come and help us do the show. Uh, families even get involved and will come and help us do the show, uh, father-daughter teams. It's, it's really inspiring. It's, it's, it's good stuff. So give me a synopsis of what people would expect uh, at Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Club Invasion, uh, which, by the way, uh, I forgot to mention this. You guys don't have a web page, but you do have a page on Facebook. So I will say the easiest thing, other than uh, clicking on the link that's going to be in this uh, this interview show notes, uh, would be to go to Facebook.com and do a search on uh, this thing, I believe it's Jeep Invasion is uh, is how you have it going. But you could also type in a Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Club Invasion to to find this. Yeah, we we do actually have a website, so it's gsmji.com. You know, Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. So yeah, that's uh, we definitely direct people to that website via our social media pages. And we do a lot, all our announcements on our Facebook page. And a lot of those announcements in our regards of what's going on on our website as far as registering for the event, for the show and shot competition. And, uh, you know, you don't have to sh- register for the show and shot competition. Uh, we have over 400 Jeeps that register for that. Uh, general admission is available to anybody that wants to come to the show. You don't have to have a Jeep to come to the show. Uh, we have found that a lot of people that was vacationing in Pigeon Forge, you know, they had no idea that Jeep, was go- Jeep Invasion was going on. And they're there in their minivan, and they're seeing all these Jeeps. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, we're going to go buy a Jeep. And they'll go down the, down the road and buy a Jeep and come back to our show the next year. And I, I, these people have come up to me and tell me that they, they were inspired by seeing the, the community 
the camaraderie of the of the G community. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's amazing whenever you do something and and people take to it. Uh, it doesn't have to be forty three thousand either. It could just be you know fifty or a hundred or whatever. But it's just amazing whenever you try something and it works out. It doesn't always work out, but it for sure for sure won't work out if you don't try. So you have to be very proud of all this. Uh, and probably very, very tired and very, very busy for the entire year, just getting ready for the next uh, the next event. Yeah, definitely. We, we, I stay very busy with the, with the Jeep Club. We do uh, a ride once a month uh, locally here, and we'll easily have eighty to one hundred and thirty Jeeps going on a trail, and um, it's it's amazing. And, and, and how many new Jeepers we see month to month. It's it's uh it's wild. All right, and I'm gonna this will be in our show notes, but I'm gonna say this phonetically, so don't freak out. I'm a ham radio operator, so I know phonetics. Damn it! Uh, it the the website is GSM. You can get over here closer to the monitor. Monitor GSMJI.com. So golf Sam Mary Juliet India dot com. If I gotta do dot com phonetically, I'll come over there and slap you. You know, everybody should know dot com. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's good. That's good. So, so go just go to that website, and that that will give you more information that you can uh, that you can look at there for the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. So, yeah, thank um, you for that clarification. No, 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 no problem whatsoever. I mean, uh, this is the great thing. I always like uh, at the very front of the interview telling people, you know, where they can go and look at this so they can get more information. And it doesn't help, uh, it doesn't hurt for the uh, the memory if they're doing listening and, and, and uh, reading and looking. It, it makes them remember it better, too. Um, yeah. So what are the, uh, again, getting back to, getting back to uh, the things that happen at Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion, what is it? Is it mainly a vendor show, or you get there, do you park, and do you walk miles? Do you drive around in your Jeep or your minivan? I mean, how does all that work? <laughs> I think it's honestly, it's a, it's, a, it's a bit of everything. It's multi-layered. The, the show is at the convention center, of course, and there's, you know, 240-plus aftermarket vendors. I, I would argue that that's the largest amount of aftermarket vendors for the off-road community in the country besides SEMA. Mm-hmm. And I get a lot of people come up to me and tell me, Justin, you got the, the SEMA Jeep shows here. And so that's the show. You get the, the, the just miles, of, or I should say acres of Jeep vendors. And then in the, in the city and even in the surrounding counties, even it's just a, it's just a total Jeep takeover. I mean, this, Jeeps everywhere. There's a parkway that goes straight through the center of Pigeon Forge to Gatlinburg, even through Sevierville, and it's three lanes each way, and it's nothing but bumper to bumper Jeeps. It, uh, I would I would say it's the the largest unofficial Jeep parade in the world right now. Right, unofficial meaning so, it's not anything planned. It's just Jeeps driving around. <laughs> well, yeah, unofficial. <laughs> I haven't uh, hired Guinness Book of World Records to come. They will, they <laughs> they will come to the show for a price, and it is oh, that's um, interesting. I didn't know. Yes, it's a substantial amount, and it is a quite a bit of a, um, coordinating. And for Pigeon Forge, I just uh, we it would be hard to do. Sure, but if we could pull it off, um, I would argue that it was the largest parade in the world. Mm-hmm. 
And so we, we had some ideas on how to kind of get around that. But besides the show and right there in the close vicinity of the Macomb Convention Center, and we have a, uh, a trail system down the street behind um, one of the after parties that we do. And we have a lot of other after parties throughout the city at the Hard Rock Cafe and the uh, Cracker Steak and Lube, Junction 35. These venues do after parties for us uh, each night of the show event days. So, so let me ask you this. I don't mean to cut you off, but I, a, a question popped up. I'm wondering what this does, uh, how, <laughs> how badly the, uh, the city, the county, uh, hates you. <laughs> Especially the police department. <laughs> this, well, I can well imagine uh, you really had to have a discussion with them about this. That's funny that you say that. They actually love us. You know, we provided over $21 million in tax revenue for the city in three days. The City of Pigeon Forest does a um, what they call an economic impact study. Mm-hmm. And so they track all this. And they've asked us to do more than one show a year. <laughs> they they told us they would have us here, uh, you know, every six weeks if they if they could. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we hire half the half the police force there to to, to manage the show. So I've become very familiar with the police department there on on a positive note. So the event, how is it um, police action wise? Is it pretty? Is this is an easy job for the police? Yeah, they, they report back to us. There's another show that goes on in Pigeon Forge, uh, the Pigeon Forge Rod Run, and that is a very famous car show in the southeast here. And unfortunately, it's a great show, but there is some uh, negative element to it, and so there's a lot of tickets written during that show. And during our show, the Jeep Invasion, they might write two or three tickets, you know, maybe mm-hmm. for... The, the wrong color of rock lots if they're going down the road with red and blue or something. Or the halos. Yeah, the, the, the wrong yeah. color halos. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And that's about, that's the extent of it. We're, we're not having any crazy gunfights out in the West. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, not saying it won't happen, positive. but it'll be supervised if it does happen. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's really a, a great family event. I mean, mm-hmm. we see a lot of families coming out, bringing the kids out, and the kids are just loving it. You know, we have the Jurassic Park Jeeps out front, and it's just a a really good family event all the, all the way around. For the for the family to go to the Pigeon Forge and, uh, and enjoy the, the all the attractions that are around the event. Uh, there's the theme parks. There's everything from helicopter rides to snow sledding inside um, facility. They just indoor snow sledding and it's just midget wrestling there's, there's everything in this little this little town of pigeon forge <laughs> midget wrestling i remember the midget yeah. tossing a number of years ago <laughs> midget tossing yeah i haven't had the pleasure of uh, seeing that oh that's yet. that's it's so wrong now it's uh, i'll get uh, letters of even mentioning it i'm sure but yeah there was a whole midget throwing tossing uh, thing where they would uh, take and throw midgets to see how far they could throw them it was just wrong yeah, on correct, so many levels. <laughs> the correct uh, way of describing them is now it's micro wrestlers. Now it's not midget midgets. Uh, little people, yeah. Yeah, the little people. <laughs> so uh, I did have a. Are you familiar with uh, Discord? 
Discord. Discord. It's a like a chat server. It's uh, it's free, yeah. and you can uh, right. So the Jeep Talk Show has a Discord server. We've had it for a little while now, and uh, one of the Jeep Talk Show listeners is on the the Discord uh, server. I told them I was going to be doing this interview, and uh, they said <laughs> ask ask him about the the uh, superchargers uh, availability. <laughs> <laughs> I think they were supercharger availability. Yeah, yeah, okay. you can be able to charge the Teslas, and uh, I don't know if the Jeep Four uh, by E uh, requires a supercharger or not. But there's there's a possibility that you can have electric Jeeps uh, at your event this year. Well, yeah, there is a, a section of the parking lot that the city provides um, charging stations. If that if that's what you're speaking to, yes. Okay, yeah. There's there's about eight of probably <laughs> five thousand other parking spots. So mm-hmm. yeah, uh, I guess Vision Ford is kind of progressive in that way. If uh, if that's the standard, <laughs> so there's so there's some there. There's probably not enough for yeah. everybody. Well, I, I don't know if there ever will be enough for everybody. <laughs> you know that, that I don't know if that we can even produce enough copper and lithium to provide electric cars for everybody oh yeah so. we've we've had some of these discussions about uh, electric vehicles and uh and i think i've made it really clear I, I love the idea of electric vehicles but we're a long ways away from from that being Definitely. A, a, a reality so yeah we're, we're 15 20 years from having the infrastructure to produce that kind of um resources to produce the batteries and everything that goes into electric vehicles mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, uh, and we were having a discussion about this. So, we do uh, Zoom meetings. We have roundtable um, where we ha- we bring in the Zoom people and they uh, we ask questions or uh, they can come on and uh, interact with uh, a guest. We even had Jim Morrison uh, from Jeep uh, do a Q&A with us. Uh, a number, Great number guy. Weeks. I yeah. like Jim. Oh, yeah. He's, he's really cool. Uh, but uh, so, uh, w- uh, this last Zoom meeting, I think it was after the roundtable, we were just, uh, you know, shooting the shit. And uh, one of the things came up about... Uh, uh, the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Club invasion, how it uh, compares to Easter Jeep Safari. And I think that it was a lot of it was night and day because uh, EGS is really more about wheeling, whereas Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Club invasion is more about, you know, uh, interacting with other people, seeing other Jeeps, uh, going to the vendor, uh, checking out the vendors. I- is that a fair assessment? I think it's... Um that's a hard question. Um, well, do you, do you guys have any wheeling uh, events, or is that just something people can go off and do on their own? That's that's what we've basically focused on is doing the vendor show and letting people do their trails on their own because there's so much around. Um, you know, the Great Smoky Mountains is over five hundred thousand acres, and within an hour of the show, thirty minutes of the show, there's all these uh, incredible off-road parks. And uh, not to mention, you know, Winrock is the largest privately owned off-road park in the nation. Um, very technical in all levels, and all these parks are uh, have all technical levels, you know, from beginner to to expert. And so, you know, what the way it's laid out, we just allowed Winrock. Winrock comes to our show; they promote the park, and a lot of our attendees do go to these off-road parks that are close by and so i would argue that there is just as much wheeling uh around our event um you know the canyon lands and arches the canyon lands is 257 thousand acres and the arches is 76 thousand acres from my research so that's like a little over 300 thousand acres 
of land, mm-hmm. and the Smoky Mountains is 500,000. And the Great Smoky Mountains National Park is the most visited national park in the nation. And I think that's what's contributed to our success. Uh, all these Jeepers, they, they come to the show, they can go to these parks, break their Jeep, come to the show, get the parks, <laughs> and go back out there and go to these parks and then wheel hard. Yep, yep. And a lot of the vendors um, will take trips and groups to these parks. And and so we didn't have to really focus on, on the rides. It's, it's all around us. Like I said earlier, East Tennessee is just one big off-road park, in my opinion. Sure, sure. So your event is uh, this year is 24th, 25th, and 26th of uh, August. And uh, that, if you guys don't have a calendar in front of you, that's uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Now, as far as I get the I get the idea, this event is so big that you can go to the event uh, without having a ticket. If if you get a ticket, what what is it that you get into? I would assume the convention center. Yeah, you get into the convention center, and the show is inside and outside. So for fifteen dollars, you get in uh, each day. Uh, the inside of the Glacon Center is over 100,000 square feet. That's roughly, you know, two and a half acres. And then outside, we have about three acres of vendors. And uh, so, yes, 240-plus vendors. All these vendors give great deals on these parts. And, and it's, it's, it's a phenomenal a deal. And a lot of you see a lot of the industry celebrities, the Ian Johnsons, the uh, the mass recovery guys, uh, uh, bleeping Jeep. They're, I mean, they're all there, and, and and these fans of these guys are, and the fans of the the vendors. They're they're all there, and it's uh, it's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's I, I can I very much uh, see how it'd be a, a really big draw for that. But I mean, you, I'm not saying don't buy a ticket. I'm just saying. You you guys, there's a lot of stuff going on that isn't involved in the actual. Uh, purchase of oh, the ticket. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can go a county over into Townsend, Tennessee, and there's a huge party of Jeeps going on there. You can go two counties over to, into Oak Ridge, and that's where the Windrock uh, Off-Road Park is. There's going to be thousands of Jeeps there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's just a true Jeep invasion. Right. Uh, think of World War Two and, and Jeeps <laughs> storming Europe. This, I mean, this is, this is it. This is the biggest Jeep show I would say in the, in the world right now. So the forty three thousand count you got from last year really has to do with how many uh, people you sold tickets to. The the, the actual the number of the size of this may be much larger. We believe so, and I don't try to um, make guesstimation guesstimate. No, no, that's to, fine. I'm just saying yeah. there's a lot of stuff going on. So the forty three thousand is a big number. But I, this, from what you're saying, it sounds like to me this thing is really just huge. Uh, and yeah. not that 43,000 isn't huge, but I think it sounds like it's a lot bigger than that. It really is. You know, we had over 100 fan-made videos on YouTube of the show last year. So uh, over 100 different people that record the show. You can go on YouTube. You can see the size of this thing. The, the amount of people there. It's a true Jeep fan show. It, it To me, it sounds like that if you've never been, you need to go at least once, and you'll probably get hooked and try to go every year after that. You know, I go every year. I'm there. Well, you got <laughs> <And> to. <laughs> exactly. And I am so busy, and you know, I'll walk the show many times over, 
and I'll watch these videos and I'll see things in my show that I didn't catch. That's, that's how big this show is. I mean, you have to really walk the show and really pay attention to, to catch everything. So do you guys have any kind of like uh, prizes, events, drawings? Uh, you know, give me an idea. Is there, are there giveaways? Are there hay yeah, rides or anything, anything like that? Tons of that. I mean, the vendors do a lot of that now. Um, they're doing the giveaways. They're doing the promotions. It's, 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 it's wild. They do this stuff at the after parties. They're all in. This is their top selling show. It, it, what they tell me that this is the top selling show out of, out of the country. Uh, um, they're happy to be there. They're happy to promote their brands and do whatever it takes to get their name out. Uh, you had John from Dash Poncho on your, on your last episode, mm-hmm. and he was so energetic to be there. And he was uh, giving away these Dash Ponchos to the, the Jeeps in our winter circle. So we have this uh, circle of Jeeps out front of the convention center. I start from the very first Jeep, the oldest Jeep I can get, the, the MB. And I've had one of the oldest Jeeps in the, in the nation there before. Uh, it was a 41. And I go from CJ2A, 3B, and just keep working my way around to the CJ8. And I get all the trucks in that circle, from the, the Willys trucks to the, the J10s. And I pick back up on the, the CJs, the, the, the YJ, the TJ. And it's a full circle, chronological order of Jeeps. And John was out there just giving away those those dash ponchos, just put them out there in that front circle and get the kid's name out, you know. And it was very, you know, I, I applaud him for that aggressive marketing. And that's what's going on at the show. There's a lot of aggressive marketing, a lot of deals being made. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a really a lot of networking going on. I need to call John and tell him he needs to invest in a uh, T-shirt cannon because that would probably be perfect for those ponchos. <laughs> now, don't give away ideas now. Every vendor at that show will have a T-shirt cannon. That's like 240 you know, Jeep vendors throwing cannons around. Oh, like a, a what, a <laughs> what a great video, What a great video. Certainly, there'd be an, out, an eye out sooner or later. But Now, uh, now that you might start hating me, okay, Tony? That, that, would, that might all the booming and booming. <laughs> So, you know, you were talking about uh, the Guinness World Book of Records and their charging stuff. And, and mind you, this is how, how I get people to hate me. What you do is you add a dollar to the ticket price. And that's the Guinness World Book of Records. Because, you know, for $43,000, they ought to be able to come out, right? <laughs> well, yeah. I just, you know, with, with these hard times and these economic climate, you know, I try to keep it reasonable, you know, at 15. So. Oh, if you've got a Jeep, you're living the, your life right anyway, so... Hey, this is a great time to be alive, though, really. We got, we got a V8 and a Jeep. Um, it's, it's a great time to be the alive. The Jeep truck is back. Also, too, you know, yeah. I haven't had Jeep trucks in forever, and uh, they're yeah. back as well. So, absolutely, it's a, a great time to have a Jeep. And if you don't have a Jeep, it's a great time to buy one. And, of course, if you need an excuse, you, you can say, hey, let's go out to the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Club invasion. And, and, it, and don't no pressure, high-pressure sales to your spouse. Just let them look at it and get the feel, like what you were saying uh, earlier about the, the, the Jeep family type thing. And you may be buying one for you go, before you go home. I've converted a lot of people, Tony. <laughs> uh, all right. So there's a, a lot of running around. I think I remember uh, last year seeing uh, videos and pictures on Instagram and whatnot about uh, people just lining the roads and just kind of set up out there uh, talking to people and being seen as you as you do like to do in, uh, in Jeeps. So there's a lot of stuff going on. Oh, uh, the convention center. Uh, obviously, it's inside. Is that... Uh, 
uh, covered type thing or, uh, I mean, air conditioned? Because I can well imagine during August, any air conditioned you can suck up would be a good thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a huge facility, a beautiful facility. Um, like I said earlier, it's 100,000 square feet inside. It is air conditioned, um, just a beautiful facility. A lot, a lot of the attendees, they dip in and out, but they'll go in for a little while, they'll walk around, try to catch the vendors that they want to catch. It's it's a, it's a madhouse. And, and then they'll jump back outside and catch some of the vendors that they're trying to catch outside, and, and back and forth, back and forth. Mm-hmm. It is a lot of walking, so you got to bring your walking shoes and prepare to walk. So uh, what would you say the do's and don'ts are? I mean, um, like there's a lot of people with drones these days. Uh, is that a don't? situation i can well yeah. imagine there would be accident a lot of uh, mid-air collisions uh in a crowd right. that big yeah it, it's a it's a don't unless you you know get the certification permissions and permits and all that jazz um yes it's a don't so that's a, that's a one don't um what about alcohol do? consumption alcohol consumption they do serve alcohol at the convention center so you can drink up and be merry at the show okay good um, yeah, that is good. <laughs> anything else that I mean that maybe uh, uh, people that are not familiar with the area that they might need to be uh, uh, knowledgeable about? Uh, I mean, there's drinking, no drone flyings, pictures. I'm sure are fine. Videos. I'm sure are fine. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's like the biggest Jeep party you can go to. As long as you behave yourself and and, and enjoy the family atmosphere, you'll be fine. Uh, I would say do is explore as much as the area as you can. Um, don't just come for the three days. Come for more, plan for more time because there's, there's a lot to go over. There's a lot of things to do. Like I said earlier, you can, you can go hiking to jet boat riding to watching the micro wrestlers to the theme park, the Dollywood theme park. There's the all the off-road parks. So there is just, it's overwhelming how much there is to do here. So, um, the unofficial start of this, would that be Monday or, or, you know, like I know your event starts on a, uh, what did I say? Thursday, Thursday, Friday, no, uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, does it, do people start coming in earlier and they're congregating yeah. in the streets and <laughs> building up to the, the start? So I get there Sunday before the show, uh, we have three days of setup, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And last year, I got there Sunday. I'm sitting in the hotel, and I see a Jeep, and it's got a California tag. I'm like, "This is going to be a good, <laughs> a good show this year again." <laughs> the California tag right there at the beginning uh, Sunday before the show uh, was a good sign. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're, we're setting up. There are tons of Jeep already in town, just floating around, checking things out. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, miss, I misstated that. It's uh, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. The event is the 24th, 25th, and 6th, which is Thursday through Saturday, which which makes right. more sense than what I said. <laughs> yeah. So the, that, that part of that economic impact study I was speaking to earlier, they actually track all that. And, and most of our attendees are there for four days plus, mm-hmm. on the average four days. So, uh, what are the uh, accommodations around the area? Plenty of hotels. Is there any uh, any camping? Uh, how how would people uh, RVs if they wanted to bring RVs or campers? Is there a place for There's all that? Lots of campgrounds. There's a, the Margaritaville Hotel has got their own campground now. 
lots of hotels, Margaritaville, uh, Black Fox Lodge is our, one of our sponsors. Uh, the Ramsey Hotel is another sponsor. Pigeon Forge right now is, is building 10 more hotels right now in that area. And, and when you say sponsor, does that mean that there people could get a, a better deal if they uh, they had something uh, in connection with what uh, you're selling a ticket or something? Yeah, if they if they just call the hotel and mention they're coming there for the Jeep invasion, they usually give them a, a deal, uh, a percentage discount. Excellent. So it's it's that simple. Okay, so that that's great. That makes it easy, and uh, people we just try have to make to- it very easy for our attendees. If it wasn't for our attendees, Tony, we wouldn't have such a great show, and. The fact that our show just keeps growing every year, we, we've seen a, a 30% increase each year in this show. And so we really value our attendees and we try to make it as easy as possible for them. Mm-hmm. And obviously there's food uh, available, if if not at the convention center in the area. Yeah, the food's all over the place. I mean, everything you can think of. Uh, so it's all the all the restaurants, all the, all the things you can think of. Um, let's see. What else? Okay, so you got food, you got water, you got bathrooms, you got places to stay. <laughs> All the basics. Yeah, All you got, uh, you got, you can recharge your, uh, paper for days over here, guys. It's not 2020 <laughs> anymore. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Well, that's another reason. That's probably another reason why you had good attendance last year. Everybody was just trying to get the hell out of their town, the hell out of their house, and go do something that's fun, damn it. You know, this may be politically incorrect, but we did our event during 2020, and it was a madhouse. It, it was insane. We had these restrictions, of course. Uh, but that was our toughest year, our toughest show. Uh, um, but we still hung in there and did it. And we did the proper precautions. And we didn't have any reports back from any of our attendees. Like, oh, it was a you know, massive uh, super spreader. We didn't find any of that happened at our show in 2020 yeah i mean uh, I, I and not to make this into a discussion about the about the uh the pandemic but uh, i give them the first two or three months because it was an unknown uh but after that it, it really should have been dialed back drastically uh they they carried, I agree with you they carried that thing on a long time and this is my personal opinion and and, and i know i know people died and anybody listening if you lost somebody i'm very sorry uh but uh, i i really think that uh the the um they went too far uh, and like i said i give them two three months because they have to get a handle on what was going on but after that nah it was uh i wasn't bitching too much i was working from home which uh, was great not having to drive into the office <laughs> yeah working from home has been a, a game changer for a lot of people since then yeah working remote nobody sees the sense in it except for the owners and bosses I and mean, there's some jobs that you can't work remote i understand that but uh yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure the police would like to re- work remote. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> could you could you move the phone over a little bit more? I need to can't quite get that dead body in the in frame. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you, what's going on with you? Can you work the camera better? Yeah, that wouldn't work good on EMT either. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it looks like a beautiful. I'm, I'm looking at the uh, the picture that you guys have on your uh, your Facebook page, and it looks like a beautiful area, and uh, it looks like it's a major town. Uh, I don't think I've ever been to Tennessee, so I have no idea. Uh, yeah, about Tennessee's the size. crazy. Yeah, about yeah, the size that, of this. That uh, Forge is just nestled right there in the Great National Park, so. It's, it's wild. There's mm-hmm. waterfalls within close vicinity. We got a lot of water in the state. It's very lush and very green here. It's almost like a tropical rainforest in the summertime. So 
we got a lot of rivers and lakes in this area. Mm-hmm. So, what kind of temperatures do you uh, do you see in uh, the, at the end of August? I know what it's like down here in Southeast Texas, and I suspect it's uh, it's about the same. How far are you guys from yeah. uh, from the Gulf? Oh, you're not around the Gulf, uh, are you? You're not. You don't even no. have the, you don't have that cooling uh, thing that we get off the Gulf. Good Lord, how hot does it get there? It gets hot and muggy. I'll, I'll say that it, it gets in the eighties and, and low nineties in August very easily. That's not bad. And so. You got you got to stay hydrated. You got to take your time. You know, go inside the little concert, chill out, walk around. There's some seating, and then you pop back outside, and you go out there and you check out your favorite vendor and find what you're looking for. It's just you know, you got to plan it out. Mm-hmm. And this is everything uh, the the convention center and all that stuff is in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, correct? Correct. We're, we're a rot smack dab in the middle of the, of the town, mm-hmm. city. And obviously, you can go to uh, Facebook and go uh, to Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Club Invasion and look this stuff up. But if you're just curious about how far how far a drive it would be for you, you could uh, just plug in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee uh, into uh, Google Maps or whatever it is you like to use and uh, get an, a, a, an idea. And, and I'll remind everybody, gas prices are better now than what they have been in a while. So... <laughs> <laughs> might might want to think about doing it this year because who knows what's going to happen next year. You never know. It could get, get worse, get better. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hopeful, but I don't know. So that looks like that would be about. Uh, oh, it's it's going to be closer than EGS for me. It looks like it's a 14 hour drive for me. See, there you go, Tony. No reason not to come. <laughs> you never can. Uh, you never can tell. I know you've been uh, talking with Chris. Uh, and uh, I think Chris is definitely making plans of going. It, it's a, I think it's on the way to his daughter's college, or it's close okay, to the great. college, and he's going to come down for a couple of days. So there's going to be some Jeep Talk Show representation there one way or another. Thank God his daughter's going to go to college. Uh, it gives him a good excuse, because I think he's been wanting to go, too. Um, yeah, so, he needs to go to college. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, uh, the, I think you've already mentioned the tickets are fifteen dollars. Is that for? Uh, is there an age uh, break in there somewhere? Yeah, kids get in for free. Um, uh, yeah, kids get in for free. And what's in a, a, a child being what age? What's the the max age on the ch- children? <laughs> Yeah, man, you're putting me on the spot. See, right I'm now. asking you questions. You've been doing <laughs> this for six me, years. You got me on that one. <laughs> gotta, I think it's twelve. Well, think. well, we'll tell them. We'll tell me. them they can check the site and uh, to get this man, information. You got me on that one. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no problem. Uh, well, you don't have to know it all. So, oh, I did want to ask you about this. You said that you're the current president. Is there some improprieties or something going on? Have will you be ousted sometime soon? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so the the Smoky Mountain Jeep Club is separate from the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. So that's our show, and the Smoky Mountain Jeep Club is our club. The club actually started back in the '60s, mm-hmm. and uh, it kind of died in the early '80s because of gas prices, and those guys just kind of faded out, you know, and they kind of lost interest for whatever reasons. And, and back in 2012. But we revived the Smoky Mountain Jeep Club and became president and started a Jeep show, and here we are. Oh, okay. So come hella high water, you may, you're, you're going to be the, the, the main force behind Great Smoky Mountain's uh, Jeep Invasion. So that's, that's where I was getting confused. You're actually the president yeah. of Smoky Mountain Jeep Club. Yeah, the invasions, we're going to go strong. We've got a plan for the next three years to 2026, the club. 
um, you know, it, got a great community of people there that helped us out do that club. Uh, I got to give a shout out to Sean Worley and Kim Worley. Uh, they pretty much run the club for me and, and have done such an amazing job. So I'm very blessed to have a great group of people around here. So it sounds like you use a lot of volunteers. If somebody wanted to be a volunteer uh, for the, for the, uh, the next invasion, how would they go about doing that? Or, or do you not hey, want you any? you know what? We, we actually pay our people. We don't, we, we, uh, we don't take advantage of people. Well, you, you know, don't we, understand we what volunteers them. are. <laughs> <laughs> Little yellow minions? Yeah. Yeah. No, you, you get to abuse them and not pay them. <laughs> right. Right. Well, they want to get a hold of us. It's really, it's really easy. Uh, Jeep Invasion at Gmail. That's that's one of the best ways to contact us. We love using email. Very good, very good. Well, was there anything else that uh, we wanted to cover before we wrap this thing up? It sounds like you you pretty much have it down. I mean, after uh, doing it for this length of time and also having to do it through a pandemic. And and by the way, kudos for for having that event in uh, that 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 first year because I know that would have been. A difficult thing to go through, especially with all the hoops you have to jump through, because everybody just, everybody in the government just wants you to stay home, which is just weird to me. Uh, very, Tony, very yeah. un-American. Well, let me share one of my experiences with in twenty our show. <laughs> so, you know, the city owns the convention center, and we had to follow the city rules, and the city mandated us to have you know people with masks on inside, of course, right. And we had to limit the amount of people inside at one time. And I had a guy in the show, he took his mask off. And the comp center uh, employees, they're like, hey, Justin, we need you to, you know, go over and talk to this guy, this, this jeeper. I'm talking to this guy, like, hey, now you got to put your mask back on. And he, he, he begins to just, you know, cuss me, like, you know, just curse me out, you know. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was, a, it was really great. I'm glad he was cussing me out because he wanted to be at my show so bad without a mask on. That made me happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, Jeepers are very I, independent people, and they don't like being told right. how they have to be. So I completely I understand it. Yeah, I agree. And I understood him. And I tried to reason with him. He wasn't having it. He was, you know, in, in full mode, non-mask. And I applaud him for that. But he was mad at me. He had to leave the show. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, well, it's not know, his house. He has to go I with the house it. rules. But I, I tell the story, I, I've never enjoyed being cussed out so much in my life because <laughs> he wanted to be at my show so fat and be in there without a mask on. I was all, all you know, more power to him. But it just couldn't happen. Yeah. Well, there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with standing your ground. But, uh, yeah, you have to be willing to uh, to leave when you're asked to leave. So, yeah, that's a shame. Uh, but, uh, no, it's great. Uh, you had somebody there that was, uh, like I said, Jeepers are generally people that are self-sufficient and uh, don't want to be told what they uh, can and can't do, especially by the government. I mean, we've all been the, the DMV. We know what kind of decision-making they make. <laughs> Definitely. That's funny that you say that. The DMV uh, just now gave it a Tennessee a Jeep license plate. So you can now purchase oh, a Jeep custom wow. license plate in Tennessee. And it has a, like a Jeep emblem or something on it. Obviously, it doesn't. Yeah, they don't it has, all it has say a Jeep. JL on it. It has a JL crawling up on some rocks, so, uh, <laughs> black and white uh, tag. It's, it's totally legal beagle. That's a smart move. Can you take credit for that because you're because of your show, your invasion? You know, a lot of people have told me that uh, I've created a mecca for Jeeps here, and, and if you if you're just here in town, 
you'll see more Jeeps on the road, I believe, than anywhere in the country. And I've traveled all over the country. I've traveled all over the world, really. I've been to Spain, Nicaragua, and uh, here in Tennessee, there is a, a serious concentration of, of Jeeps. Now, I know stats say that Texas is number one selling uh, for Jeeps right now, but there's a sure concentration here. Oh, yeah. There's Jeeps all over. It's just uh, depends on what model you're looking at. Certainly a lot of Wranglers. And uh, I still think uh, Jeep should have done a different grill for the Gladiator because you don't know if it's a uh, a Wrangler or a Gladiator until you pass by. And by that time, it's uh, it's too too late for your wave, you know, if you don't want to wave at Gladiators. <laughs> You'd be surprised how many uh, old Cherokees you see here. Uh, you know, you guys are some Cherokee fans, but there's, yeah. there's a lot of Cherokees still floating around this place. Yep, yep. I, you know, in uh, talking to Josh about that, he sees a lot there in uh, in Oregon, in the Seattle area. I bet you I haven't seen a, an XJ for uh, a year and a half. Um, just driving around, I don't see them. Now, I saw someone, we went to uh, Hidden Vols Adventure Park a few weeks ago uh, out there. I, <laughs> God, I saw one with uh, um, Rockwells on it, and I, I just can't imagine what they had to do to that unibody just to be able to hold those rock oh, walls on. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's some serious application there. Oh, it was ama- amazing. I pro- it was probably a three-foot lift on that thing. It was uh, it was just mad. Uh, but anyway, it was uh, that, w- that was one of those recent Cherokees I saw. Of course, I think you know, you've listened to the show. I'm a Cherokee owner. That was my first Jeep. I uh, bought it new in uh, 97, 98, and uh, still have it. I uh, just got to do a little, a few just minor things to it, and uh, I'll uh, I'll be able to drive it. But it's hard to do that when you get a brand new Gladiator. One of the Gladiators yeah. a year old. I don't know if that still qualifies as new, but it's new to me. It's a lot newer than that uh, that uh, Cherokee I drove for twenty three years daily. Oh, have you read David Zant's book? It's the it chronicleizes all the older uh, Jeep models and and Cherokee. The the XJ was one of the top selling Jeeps. And it's time of all the models. Two point seven million made, I believe, is what it was. Yes. and you yeah, saw them in the the U.S. Postal Service, uh, military yep. base vehicles, yep. uh, police vehicles. Uh, yeah, oh my God, they're, they're just there's just a, a very very popular rig, and I think one of the reasons why I was so upset uh, whenever the when Jeep came out with the uh, the new uh, Cherokee that looked nothing like. it. Uh, the original one, just your basic yeah. SUV crossover. I was very disappointed. That happens often in, in the in the car market. They try to revive an older model. It just doesn't. doesn't well, uh, they were just they were just taking the name and reusing the name. And of course, Jeep's been doing that uh, with several things, especially the Renegade. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean the mm-hmm. the Renegade that they're doing now. That's not a Renegade to me. Uh, I mean, no, I, I'm not an old Jeep knowledgeable person, but I know what a Renegade is. <laughs> 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 yeah, it was a package in the CJs. That's I mean, right. It was a very famous package. It was a the cool CJs. looking rig, too. I mean, you know, the yeah. CJs were just really cool. Uh, but uh, technically, it's not right. Yeah. Well, you know how the kids love the social media these days. We've already mentioned uh, the Facebook page. We even found out that you have a uh, a .com uh, web page that people can go to. Where, where else can people uh, keep up with and uh, look at and uh, poke fun and all the rest of that stuff on social media these days uh, having to do with the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Club Invasion? Yeah, we've got all the main ones. We've got YouTube, Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. Uh, we've got Instagram. Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion, of course, again, and uh, Facebook, at Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. 
I mean, you can pretty much punch it into Google and then find us mm-hmm. for all over the place. And I think I saw that you can go to your your website, and uh, I think there was, uh, if I if I remember right, there was some uh, links there. Uh, I mean, some uh, icons. Yeah, you got a Facebook, a Instagram. Uh, you're on Twitter. Uh, looks like you're on Snapchat as well, uh, and uh, of course the YouTube. So you can just go to uh, gsmji.com. And again, we'll have that in our show notes. I'm not going to do it phonetically again. And uh, go to uh, all the uh, various social media things that they have available right there. I'm going to check and make sure that we're uh, following you on Instagram right now. Good deal. We are. All right, Justin. All right, Justin. Thanks a lot. I appreciate you making time for us tonight, and we'll have to have you back. Maybe we'll get you back on here right before the event. Of course, you'll probably be really, really busy. <laughs> but I, I uh, think I might be able to squeeze you in. I'll uh, check with my personal assistant, and we'll, we'll get back to you. Oh, uh, you'll you'll have your people check with my people. I like that. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm thinking that, uh, that since the event is at the end of August, probably uh, July, like maybe mid July. I mean, we'll talk about it offline, but. Uh, you can uh, pencil that in in your brain because I think if we get it about mid-July, that would be uh, a really good time to remind people uh, about the event and uh, generate a little more, uh, honey, we need to go to this type thing. Hey, I like those roundtable discussions you, you you got going on there. I'll might pop in one of those. Oh, and, and please do. Uh, I mean, and, and don't feel like you can't talk business there. Let people know about you know, who you are and what you're doing and ask the, answer any questions. I'm more than happy to do that. We're not uh, – uh, we don't pr- try to protect ourselves and just you know do cheap cheap talk show related stuff. That's not what we're, what we're about at all. Uh, we want to bring uh, good information and good things to uh, to our, our our listeners. So absolutely join us uh, there. And you know what? Uh, I'm going to send you an email, and uh, so you we can get you scheduled up for a roundtable. You can be a roundtable guest, and we can do I a, like it. a Q&A with you. Uh, or really anybody that you want to send over to do it. I mean, I like the idea of you being there, but uh, yeah, let's get let's get more information about uh, your Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion, Club Invasion, uh, to our listeners. Sounds great. Thank All you, Tony. Right. Thank you. Hey, thanks again to Justin Murray of the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. Uh, And you can go over there and find out more about the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. Remember that, all those words, because those are the letters that you'll use to uh, (laughs) put put together this uh, this, uh, domain name. So it's gsmji.com. So the the simplest thing to do is just go over to cheaptalkshow.com for this episode, episode 806, and uh, and click on the link that we'll have there. But uh, you can always just do a search for the Great Smoky Mountain Jeep Invasion. It'll take you right to their site. So uh, as soon as you can figure it out, uh, visit their website right now. And coming up next week, Trent McGee from Citraforce, the high-performance clutch people. We, uh, I think we recently had uh, Trent on uh, a roundtable. Uh, I know we spoke to him recently, but I believe it was on a roundtable uh, episode that we had. So we uh, had him on, did a mini-interview, and then uh, did open it up to the, uh, the Zoom people, the people that were in the Zoom meeting, to ask Trent various questions about, uh, about Centerforce. So uh, if you've missed that, just go back and look in our back catalog. You can just go, really, you can just go to jeeptalkshow.com, and there's a search box there, and you can put in Centerforce or Trent McGee or Trent or McGee, and it will pop up uh, all the episodes that, uh, that are available. Oh, and we have interviewed Centerforce before. So if you do a search for Centerforce, you will find not only the uh, interview with uh, Trent, but also uh, uh, a past interview uh, with another member of the uh, Centerforce team. 
So I'm going to try to make this a ongoing habit. That's something you can look forward to. Uh, probably not so much if you're not a Patreon subscriber, but you know, great news. You can become a Patreon subscriber anytime you want. I, I like to, I want to recognize uh, all of the, uh, the subscribers that we have. And, and I guess it'll get tougher as we get a hundred, a thousand, two thousand. Yeah, I know. Uh, wake up, Tony, you're dreaming. Uh, <laughs> so I just want to mention real quick the 15 that we have. We have uh, Darla B. We have, uh, this is an interesting one, Zabo Z, uh, Hunter C, Randy F, Kyle F, Deborah H, uh, Larry, uh, also known as Jeeping Mo, Steve-O, you heard, uh, hear us talking about Steve-O from time to time. Thank you uh, guys for the, 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 the patronage there. And uh, Craig D, Don S, uh, Lauren A, Roger M, Chip H, John L, Bill A, and our absolute amazing first Patreon subscriber, Matthew J. So uh, thank you very much, and uh, we really appreciate your your support uh, for our show. It means a lot. I mean, this is uh, it, it's great getting calls. It's great getting emails, uh, and and we love that interaction. But boy, to shell out some uh, some money—not a lot of money—but to shell out some money like that. Uh, that just really tells us that you really enjoy what we're doing here. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the Jeep Talk Show. I want to give a big thank you to our special guests for joining us today and sharing their knowledge and experience with the Jeep community. We truly appreciate your time and insights. Remember, we have four episodes a week, and it's understandable if you've missed some past episodes. Uh, we're not going to shame you. Well, if, if we get you on the Zoom meeting, we'll shame you. Uh, but you know how that is. We have to give everybody a hard time. You can always find uh, us on your favorite podcast platform, even though we just have a show, or our website, jeeptalkshow.com. With over 800 episodes, there is plenty of Jeep Talk Show to entertain you. And, and this is especially true on uh, cross-country trips. Uh, now, Nikki G uh, may uh, wear thin on some of the occupants in there, but you know you love him, so you hear every joke that... And you know... Sticky G comes up with a lot of jokes. Uh, he very seldom retreads any of them. So if you have any Jeep-related questions or topics you'd like for us to cover, feel free to reach out on social media or via email. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out how to connect. Until next time, keep on jeeping. We'll see you on the trails. Broadcasting since 2010.